0: Om Sri Sai Ram, Prashanti Sandesh, Sai pearls of wisdom, welcomes you. Thank you very much for your time. Ratnakaram Krishnamurazu, affectionately called Krishnapa, is the son of Chinnavankamurazu and first cousin to Baba. Three years younger than his precious cousin, he was his childhood friend and one of the earliest devotees. As a young boy, he was an active participant of the Pandari bhajan group. When Baba returned from Uravakonda, Krishnappa became a regular bhajan singer, as well as tabla player, accompanying Baba around Puttaparthi on many occasions. Baba showed him a vision of the samadhi of Shirdi Baba's associate. He was also a witness to Baba in the form of a snake in the Mandir shrine when Baba was away in Mysore during the powering. Baba gave him the responsibility of uh, partially supervising the construction of Nilayam. In this capacity, Kishnamarazu coordinated with Baba on the construction work, especially when Baba was away in Bangalore and in Coorg. He would pay wages to the construction workers and help to grind the mix for the construction work. He was in charge of the dynamo in the mandir and later in charge of the power generator. For a while, he looked after the light and sound systems as well. Between 1945 to 1975, he accompanied Baba to various places on his tours around the country and between 1951 to 1955 it was his responsibility to prepare coffee exclusively for Baba. Baba selected his bride Saraswatamma and performed a marriage in the Prasanthi Nilayam Bhajan Hall on the 1st of March 1956. Baba took upon himself all the responsibilities connected the marriage decorating the marriage procession jeep and feeding relatives and friends for the five days of celebration. Krishnapa has been an inspiration for all visiting and resident devotees of Prashanti Nalayam Ashram. He has willingly been interviewed continuously over as many as four years providing invaluable information. He is a happy family man with three daughters And two sons. Well Baba may have even stayed in Pedavenkamarazu's grocery shop for a while. I do not belong to you alone, he would repeatedly remind his relatives. He was even restless even at the home of his sister Venkama and her husband Subharazu also. Any expression of anger or pain greatly distressed him. Later he may have felt that the outward manifestations of his divinity and the growing number of his followers were unduly troubling the family. Certainly, when the flow of followers increased, Venkama's house became too crammed for space. The Karnam Swami then offered Baba a spacious house for his spiritual activities. One day, Baba sent for Subama and Kamalama. They went to his house with an offering of coconuts, bananas and other fruits. Kamalama would say of it later. He used to wear only shorts and a shirt those days. After his bath, he came and stood in a bath towel. We carried a few coconuts, which he broke before a Shirdi Baba picture he had. Then he said, I am not a ghost, I am Shirdi Baba. He materialized flowers, bananas and coconut pieces, offered them to Shirdi Baba's photograph, performed Harati and lay down. We woke him up after some time and offered a dhoti and a shirt and invited him to come for dinner. He readily agreed. He came after two or three days with Subbarazu of Kamalapuram accompanying him. We offered food on a silver plate to Baba and on a plantain leaf to Subarazu. Baba mixed together all the dishes, offered and ate everything. He did not leave anything behind. Soon after, he settled down in our house itself. We kept a Shirdi Baba photo on a table in the center of the hall. He said to us, you will not have children in this life, but I will be there as your child. You may have to undergo a lot of hardships because of your adopted son, but be assured you will not have any more birth. Though Karnam Subamma had immense maternal affection for Baba, this never affected her devotion to him. She saw Baba as God, once again as she did when Sacha was a small boy. She saw the universe in his mouth and fainted. When she regained consciousness, she invited him inside her house, making him sit in a chair, putting his feet on a silver plate, performed Pada Puja and sprinkled water on her head. When other Brahmins discouraged her devotion to a Kshatriya boy, she said, he is Krishna Bhagavan. Yes, he is God of the gods and is God to me. It is my wish to follow him and worship him. Baba used a small room in Subma's house, both as a dressing room and the place where he spoke to visitors about their lives. Later, this would be popularly called the interview room or Korika room. Korrika means desire, where boons are granted. The house had a large hall with four pillars at the center, bhajan, puja and all other functions in the village were conducted at this place. Devotees would decorate these pillars and Baba would sit in a chair at the centre. As time progressed, Pada Puja, anointing, and other functions were celebrated later. But at night, he slept in Padavankamarazu's house. Initially, when Baba returned from Uravakunda, bhajans were held only on Thursdays. Later, as the following increased, people gathered on other days as well, coming to seek personal audience. Encouraged by Baba, Subbamma and Kamalama became perfect examples of hospitality. Their cooking becoming a continuous affair to provide for the large influx of visiting devotees. The number of visitors would often swell unexpectedly and the prepared food threatened to be insufficient. At such times, Baba, who had instructed that all devotees should be fed, would be informed of the predicament. He would then bless the food, which would multiply mysteriously so that everyone would have his or her fill. The following would be such an instance as narrated by an old lady who was staying in Karanam's house then. He asked two coconuts to be brought. When they were given to him, he struck one against the other and both would break exactly into halves. He then sprinkled the coconut water on the little heap of rice and vessels containing the other items and gave us the signal to proceed with the task of serving all who have come or may come until the dusk. In years to come, Baba would especially remember Subama's dedicated hospitality. He would talk of her incessant work from dawn until midnight, boiling rice, grinding chutneys, mixing curries, and frying papads, all the many exact processes of cooking for the varied groups of people arriving at all hours of, of the day. The grinder in home was never silent, Baba would say. During this period, kondappa Keshapa, Janakaram, Krishnamarazu and Venkamma were Baba's very early attendants, staying with him throughout the day. It was a rare privilege indeed to attend to his personal needs and be fortunate witnesses to many astounding occurrences. Once before, he had moved to the Karnam's house when Baba's activities were becoming uncontrollable, his furious father ordered, lock this crazy fellow inside the house, which was done. From inside the house, Baba materialized Vibhuti and put it on the forehead of his cousins who were watching him through an open window. When the cousins reported this to their father, Chalavyankama he said that Baba probably obtained the ash from a country star The children knew better for they had seen the Vibhuti being materialized. They emphatically clung to the veracity of their claim. Chinavanka Murazu went to Baba and asked him to show proof that he was extraordinary. Baba proceeded to show him a vision of Shirdi Baba's seat and shawl. On another occasion during this confinement, When when Kamma brought food for Baba, he converted it into processed lime. Many others were given a vision of the Shrine of Shirdi. Under different circumstances, N. Kasturi narrates, one evening some people came from Pinugunda to Puttaparthi. Among them was the old lawyer and a family friend, Krishnamachari. At the Kranam's house, he and others may have spoken to Padmankumaraswamy about Sai Baba, for the latter expressed his inability to understand the overwhelming phenomenon. It was all a big mystery to him. Upon this, Krishnamachari called Padmankumaraswamy a cheat and charged him with various misleading innocent village folks with tall stories. This upset so much that he went to Baba and challenged him to convince the doubters about his divinity so that they might not blacken his name as the lawyer had done. Baba asked him to bring all doubters directly to him. At this, the Pentagon the Party was taken to Pratamayam Kamarazu's house where Baba was at that time. Subbamma accompanied them. Baba asked Subbamma if she would like to see the Shirdi Samadhi. When she agreed, he took her inside the house to her inner room and said, Look! Much to her surprise, she could see the Samadhi with all the flowers, incessant stick with smoke and fragrance, everything down to the last detail and an attendant sitting in one corner murmuring some mantras to himself. Baba told her, On this side, see the Anunay temple, and in the far distance, see the Margosa tree. It appeared to her as if in some vast space, looking at the scene in Shirdi, the entire landscape spreading out before her for miles and miles to the horizon in the distance. Well, When she was brought out after this thrilling experience, she persuaded Kishnamachari to follow Baba the same inner room. Baba took them all in one by one and vouchsafed to each the same vision, a panoramic view of the Samadhi activity and its locale. Pedavan Kamarazu says that he was taken inside. After all, the rest, and when he came out, he was a changed man. His own doubt has vanished. The friends from Piragonda apologised for the slighting remarks, and said that with a divine phenomenon like Baba, the sanest remark for anyone would be that it was ununderstandable and mysterious. They and Subama and Padman Kabarazu were convinced that day that the little boy, who was sixteen, was really an incarnation of Sri Sai Baba. Padavan Kamarazu says that he instructed his family to consider Baba as divine and not bother him with any more littleness, neglect or temper. So, that has been the early powers, miracles manifested there in Puttaparthi where Swami stayed for considerable period at the residence of Karanam Subbamma. Karanam means village head. And now we meet in the next session. Thank you.